This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Red Sox insider Rob Bradford on this show, brought to you by McFarland Energy, the home oil and HVAC company that Greater Boston, the North Shore, and all of Cape Cod depend on. See McFarlandEnergy.com for more. And Bradfo also brought to you by Shaw's and Star Market, perfecting the art of fresh. And he joins us on a miserable morning here in the city of Boston on the Harbor One hotline. Hello, Bradfo. <laughs> There's only one thing in this world that can make us all feel better, and that is Chris Scheim saying, what, Chris? McFarlane! <laughs> <laughs> Does that make you that feel thing. better? Let's go! Not really. Nope. Oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. Uh, sorry. Uh, <laughs> sorry. Well, it's hard to, I mean, it's hard to make history. I, mm-hmm. I guess that's what we learned, is that uh, the 04 Sox remain, when it comes to history makers in this city, mm. a standalone, I guess. Well, we'll try in the next 10 minutes to make history, so there you go. <laughs> were you surprised that that team wasn't there last night? That seemed like a layup. They were for there. The Cel- not, not the entire – they didn't do anything with them. Yeah, they had well, – I mean, um, they were there. I know, I know that uh, they had a suite up in the corner because I'm like, what lousy seats they had. They should have had them courtside because watching it uh, at home – They had them not on the, them. the um, uh, Jumbotron. Yeah, yeah. I was. I yeah. think it was – was it Kevin that Millar? Would've, that would have definitely made the difference for Jalen Brown if those guys were there. <laughs> I heard that. I heard that. I heard the big problem with the celebrity fans. <laughs> was Dale Swaim there? Because yeah. I hate that guy. <laughs> yeah. Well – uh, I mean, let's turn our attention to baseball because that's all we have left here. Yes, turn the page. Um, <laughs> I mean, Bravo uh, Red Sox team left on the on this trip in fifth place, and mm-hmm. I believe they've moved up to fourth place. So. Oh, there you go. See, I mean, <laughs> see, the town is a buzz. The town is a buzz. Oh man, yeah, we've we've arrived back. First of all, never take red eye flights back. They're they're the worst, aren't they? Like, can we all agree on that? the worst well, anyway i, I mean i, I wouldn't say it, cares, I, I would say that <laughs> the news story this morning about the dude who opened the door mid-flight is mm-hmm. probably worse than the red eye that you Oof. were on did you see have you seen that yeah you called the, a void is that what they the, say yeah do you see the video oh my god terrifying I don't know. I, I, that's debatable. The way that you have to sleep in the in thirty C. Well, I blame Foyer for that because I heard on this station Foyer told me or he told the listeners, and I was listening that the plane door could not open when it was in the air. Yeah. Well, tell it to those that were on that plane. Well, when right. They can't Get, open almost getting when sucked a, out when yes. they're at cruising altitude. They were only eight hundred feet above the ground, so it was able to open. Okay. Yeah, science wins again. There you go. Um, but you know, I, my last thing in terms of the the 
the trek of the Red Sox road trip before we get to the actual Red Sox. I actually have a question maybe Courtney can answer. We went out, Will Fleming, uh, myself, a couple other people went out for dinner in Scottsdale, mm. right? So Scottsdale, I've never seen more bachelorette parties in my life. Yeah. <laughs> it, it, it's, a, it's, it's, a, it's a big, big bachelorette party place, kind of like Nashville, right? So we go out to a restaurant and we, we show up and there's like this nice little outdoor area. Like, where can we sit there? And they said... Ah, uh, that's going to be a half hour wait. Like, there's nobody there, and then they stick us in the very, very back. Is this a case that they did not want us as the as the face of their franchise? Yes, this yes. Is case of the yeah. Fugmies. I hate I hate to say that, but yeah, <laughs> they save those they save those uh, tables for the hot chicks oh, that yeah. will attract guys to come in. Yeah. I was wearing a baseballs and boring T-shirt. Uh, I don't know if that had anything to do with it. No, nah, I don't think it was a T-shirt. A little bit higher by that neck region. <laughs> <laughs> So anyway, life life on the road. So there mm-hmm. you go. But yes, the Red Sox are back, and uh, and I think that despite not only have they moved one spot up in the standings, I think you probably feel a little bit better about them, even though they were under five hundred. Just a little bit better, if for no other reasons that you have some starting pitching. So there you go. It, is the Bradford? Is there too much of a traffic jam with teams that have won? You know, high twenties, thirty plus games, where you look at it and go. Yeah, uh, it's probably going to be extremely difficult for the Red Sox to make the postseason. I mean, they they could make the postseason. The problem is you're getting that third wild card. You'll have the Rays running away with it. You have the Yankees, who are now very good. You have the Astros, who are very good. Um, And, of course, you have the Orioles. So you you better – it's tough because you do have, to your point, Wiggy, you do have a lot of these teams that are pretty decent. They're good teams, and you're going to have to beat them. And, and the Red Sox aren't this be-all, end-all team that you're going to go into every any series, including the one coming up against the Reds, and be like, oh, no doubt about it. I mean, they have to scratch and claw for everything they have. They they could make the postseason, sure. But it, it to your point, I think it's a, it's a tough road because there are enough of these teams. There, there are elite teams, and then there's a bunch of teams like the Red Sox. Bradfo, you talk about feeling better, I guess, uh, coming back from this road trip. But four and five, you know, you win two series, but you get swept in that third one. That seems like it's the case for this team all season long so far, where they'll have flashes of greatness and then they fall off the board completely. Uh, what's the biggest worry when you look back at, at the West Coast trip and, and especially that sweep? I think that they just have to find these guys who you know what you're going to get. And so the problem, Courtney, is that you had you come into this this road trip and you felt great about Jaron Duran. You felt great about Alec Verdugo. You felt really good about Justin Turner and, and even um, Yoshida. And yet then you have these, these downturns by almost all of them. I mean, Jaron Duran, the conversation with him has completely turned – from what are you going to do when Adam Duvall comes back, who, by the way, is playing tonight for Worcester. So you have a you have a guy who went through this road trip, and he just had this horrific road trip, striking out a bunch, not getting any hits, and they're counting on these guys. You don't have the, the no-doubt-about-it guys anymore. You don't have the 2018 J.D. Martinez, Xander Bogarts, Mookie Betts, those guys. You don't have those guys anymore. You have good players but you don't have the certainty, and we saw that over the course of that road trip, especially when it came to being swept in Anaheim. You will get Trevor's story back sooner than later, right? I mean, that's what. Yeah, Alex yeah, and I, you know, and that's the thing is that I think that there should be some optimism because you have Duvall playing tonight. You have Trevor Story, probably I'm guessing coming back in mid July, and 
And I, you know, I, with the new rules, like it, it scratches right where he itches. I mean, this is exactly the type of baseball which should lead Trevor Story to be really, really good. But at, at the end of the day, you have to figure out we're, we're at the same place that we were before. The only thing that we've sort of figured out at the as we head into June is you have a better idea that you have a pretty good starting rotation. But now you're still sitting there saying, what do we know for sure? And they have to find that out in a hurry. And, and that's how you get on these runs. That's how you compete with the teams that we're talking about. Rob, we had a Heim last week on the show on Thursday, and um, he didn't take too kindly to the question about Kluber and Evaldi. I guess, why do they build these rosters with such an added degree of difficulty? Like, why do they – is it really that they're that financially tight that they can't afford these guys, or is there a part of Heim that – would rather win at a negotiating table than, you know, maybe overpay for more known uh, talent on the field. Yeah, I think you hit the nail on the head. I think the way that they do things is that they set a value and, and they don't like to get uncomfortable in free agency. Now, with the Evaldi thing, what happened was that they offered Evaldi a, a contract. He turns it down. Then they slap a qualifying offer on him. Now his value goes down. He doesn't get the offers that he thought he would. They come back and try the Evaldi's camp tries comes back and tries to actually get the same sort of offer. And the Red Sox, well, you know, that's come and gone and because we spent the money elsewhere and it's just a changed landscape. And so they didn't they, they weren't willing to spend that extra money on Nathan Evaldi. And obviously Evaldi's having an unbelievable year. It's on an unbelievable run, and Kluber is not. So it's uh I think that that a lot sometimes it has worked out for them in terms of Here's the here's the value. We're going to value this guy, and this is what we see him at, and we're going to go get him. But we've said this in time and time again, and where a lot of times, if you're going to build a team through free agency, and Evaldi's a perfect example of this, you have to get uncomfortable sometimes. You have to go above and beyond. But I just don't think they viewed Evaldi as a guy that they were thought it was worth to go above and beyond on. Uh, Bradford, you you talked about the rotation and the rotation looking pretty good of late. And one of the guys that we kind of feel like, all right, is, well, you know, everybody's saying is the ace of that rotation is Chris Sale. But how confident are you in Chris Sale being able to make it through a full season? We we can't, off of what we've seen for the last three years, we can't definitively say, absolutely, Chris Sale is going to make it through an entire year. But all we can do is go by what we've seen to this point, Wiggy. And what we've seen to this point is a guy who seems to be healthy, you know, other than having to drink Pedialyte after the last game because he had the sick. I mean, who – Pedialyte – what is Pedialyte anyway? Helps what, you with your electrolytes. Yep. Oh, man. James oh, is yeah. Hydration is key. Yeah. Hydration is key. I, electrolytes and hydration. Tom Brady taught us a lot of things. Um, but I think that Chris Sale is a guy, as we sit here right now – he. As we said, I mean, he is, he is one of the good stories of this season where you say that is the guy that we thought that, or we, we used to see. And there was a lot of room for interpretation. There was a lot of room for doubt and for good reason because he hadn't done it in three years. But so when you ask that question in two months from now, is he going to be doing it? I didn't know he was going to fall off a bike last year. So I can't say that. I mean, I didn't know that he was going to hit by get hit in the hand by a line drive. I can't say that. But as we sit here right now, they needed an ace, and there's no question about it that this guy is their ace. Don't forget that he fractured a rib during the lockout. Yeah, well, there's all this stuff, right? I mean, but but uh, that's because uh, there was uh, a stiff wind, Curtis. <laughs> <laughs> See, that's why I have all this protection. Uh, so 
I would say I would say this is that that you have you you were starving heading into this year to find an ace, a top of the rotation guy. And after those the first couple starts in April, you're like you still don't have one. You don't know what sale is, but to his credit, I think that the guy that we've seen, including the last time out, that's what an ace does. They were on a four-game losing streak. He comes back. He pitches well. He helps them get the win. So as we sit here right now, yeah, it's, it's you should feel like he's the ace. Bravo, you have the Reds now uh, who are under 500. Then you have the, the Rays again who you're 10 games back from. What do you need to see in that series against the Rays to see that they could possibly even be on the same level, compete with them? To win a game. Just <laughs> one. I mean, it's really like the Rays just bury people. The Rays go into series and a team can feel, feel great about themselves. And then they come out of it and, and the Rays, if they don't sweep you, they're going to take two or three or three or four. That's how good they've been. I would did a, a podcast with a guy named Jack Curry who just did a book on the 1998 Yankees. Who He said, like, this is the greatest team ever. Well, if you want to match up records to this point with the 1998 Yankees and the Rays, they're right there. And I'm not saying they're the greatest team ever because they could collapse in the postseason where that Yankees team just rolled. But for this team that we're seeing right now, and we can pick it apart and say, oh, their closer is hurt and this or that. They're, they don't have superstars. All I know is they they win and they just roll over teams. So I mean it. Like, you just have to – first of all, you cannot slip up against a Reds team, which I will give Wiggy $500 if he can name three guys on that team in the next three seconds. Uh, let's see. Pete you Rose. Lose. You lose. You lose. You lose. Pete, Pete Rose. Yes. So, so you can't slip up against the Reds. At, you got to win that series, and then you got to you got to do something against the Rays. All right, Brad Foe, always a pleasure. Yeah, I hope I made you feel we made history today. I feel yes, like, we did. Right? Mm-hmm. Correct. Yes. Celtics did not, but yep. we there, did. So we'll, we will talk you to you again next week. That is All right, Brad. See you all.